welcome to Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow. We're happy to welcome Dr. Michael Wakesness uh, to our podcast again today. Uh, we're going to be talking about leaders adding value to their organization. Mike, what's up? How are you? Good. How are you doing, LaToya? I'm terrific. Um, I should tell folks that we are so committed to our work. Mike is actually supervising a soccer game right now, so if you hear some cheering in the background, let's just pretend like that's cheering for our podcast. Well, Supervising Mike, soccer in the rain, I'll add. Oh, that's what we call dedication, my friend. That's <laughs> what we call dedication. Well, Mike, talk to us a little bit about what you believe to be important for leaders when it comes to making sure that your work is something that adds value to your, your organization. I think it starts with being focused in what you do. And this is something we talk about all the time in our work is, is being focused. And are you helping your organization meet the goals that have been set out? Or are you just busy and getting things done, but not necessarily adding any value? So I think first and foremost, having a focus and a focused uh, strategy and structure for what you do. So you're not just walking around and, and greeting people and shaking hands, but also adding value to the work of your organization. Absolutely. I, I, you know, I just keep thinking about there's such power and intention. And I think about our work together and some of the things we did that seemed um, probably at the time to us very simple, but they gave us such deliberateness in our efforts. Um, I'm thinking about our weekly schedules that we did every week and carried around and we mapped out every hour of the day and, and made the most of how we used our time. I think so often we make lists of what we need to get done, but we don't, we aren't always quite as deliberate as we could be about using our time effectively so i think you bring up an excellent point um you want to add something to that go ahead yeah see i was going to add in there that it's really important that you don't this is a term that you created i believe that i love the dessert smorgasbord and as leaders sometimes we see all these great things we want to do because everything is uh you know we have all these needs and we want to meet them but when you try to do too much you certainly dilute what you're going to get out of people and uh, that's a pretty common problem in education we always try to do everything we don't stick with something and the work we did together when we were working in the same building was focused for not just six months or a year but it's ongoing and and we try to master what we need to master before we move on to the next thing because that really helps clarify again and focus your priorities and it helps those working with you in education the teachers it helps focus their work it makes them feel like they are working towards a common goal absolutely absolutely that level of deliberateness and that level of intentionality cannot be expressed enough um i think we just forget sometimes in the hustle and bustle and the adrenaline bias we talked about last time you were on the show about how important it is to be intentional and deliberate. Well, talk to me a little bit more about, you know, one of the things you and I have discussed sort of offline is how important it is to us personally and professionally to be lifelong learners, to keep our knowledge and expertise um, in a place where we feel like we have that information, we have the skills, and we have the knowledge to add value. What, what, what are your thoughts around what leaders need to do to be lifelong learners? Well, I think if you are not a lifelong learner, then you are certainly not a leader. And I think a lot of people say they're lifelong learners, uh, but then when you try to talk to them about what book they're reading or what's the uh, latest strategy they've researched, they don't have an answer. I think it's really important for leaders to be engulfed in the literature. And there's so many different things out there. It's not just reading books, but journals, watching videos. But having a, a consistent approach to learning, having a structured approach 
to learning. I really do not know how you can be a leader if you are not always learning yourself and truly learning, not just saying that you're a learner, but actually learning, reading and growing yourself. Yeah, and I, I could I could not agree more. I think, you know, one of the additional things you can do to learn is create your own community of practice because, Mike, in a sense, that's what we did. Uh, we Certainly. Didn't, as principals, you know, you, you're the only principal in the building, but we made, um, with the exception of our co-principalship, but we made, prior to working in the same building, we created our own community of practice. We relied on each other, talked to each other, picked each other's brains, and I think great leaders who, who intend to learn at a lifelong level, they create their own community of practice and they're very intentional and deliberate about who they spend time talking to as well as listening to. They select uh, people who have not only been leaders but have have evidence to support their success. So I I just think that's important. Certainly and and that's a great point because it's not just about reading and, and watching videos but learning from others and being open to truly learning from others a lot of times as leaders we get caught up in uh you know i'm the expert i know everything what's going on i don't need any assistance but over uh, my career in education which is going on 20 years probably the most important thing i've learned is to talk to other people and learn from them even if you think you might know something just talk to others that have done it before and that have been successful and see if you are missing something are you Uh, missing a key ingredient. So being willing to learn from others, sometimes it's hard for leaders, but crucial. Yeah, I I agree wholeheartedly. Well, for our last question, talk to me a little bit about how do you reflect and assess whether or not you're adding value to the uh, organization? What does that reflective process look like for you as a leader? Often we ask teachers to be reflective, and that's a great question that you just asked. How do we as leaders reflect on what we do and I think it's important to have a again a structured way of how you reflect and that's going to be very different from person to person but making sure you reflect on your actions your decisions and and going back to reaching your goals do you have a set of goals that you're working towards are you regularly assessing yourself on those goals it's not about just feeling good about something like hey I think I'm doing a great job that's important but it's really important to have set criteria Are you meeting certain goals? Let's just think of your school improvement plan. Are you making progress towards the goals on the plan? And that's, I think, a missing piece sometimes. We rely on uh, how we feel and how much we work. You know, we talked about our our, last podcast I was on about being busy versus getting results. So it's important to have that focus. Again, I keep coming back to focus in everything you do. But being able to measure what you're doing and not just going by how you feel about it. Well, that's, that's an excellent point. I mean, if you don't take the time to be reflective, often by the time uh, you're ready to measure your progress on that particular goal or metric, it's well past any time you'd have to impact that. So we have to build in progress monitoring checks, not just for others in our organization as leaders, but for ourselves. Well, Mike, I'm always happy to have you on the podcast. Um, I'm so happy that you are willing to take time out of your busy schedule so we could get this recorded and out for episode six. Again, folks, this is about how you add value. We hope you'll take some time to reflect on how you're adding value to your organization as a leader. And if you don't have a formalized way of how you reflect, why don't you think about one? For me, it's blogging. Michael also is a blogger. For a while, we had a a blog together. It's conversationally. Um, Writing is my way of reflecting, but it can be different things for different people, but it's certainly an important piece. Well, without further ado, we're going to call it a close. So until next time, be you, be true, and be a hope builder. This is Leadership with LaToya for Leaders on the Grow.